Hello, hello, hey, hey, welcome, welcome to JDR Creatives Podcast, or as I like to call it, the audio journal of my life. Good afternoon. It is February 4th, 2023. And we are here again to give you some stuff. (laughs) Talk to you about some things. (laughs) Work out how we feel. No, I'm messing with you. Last time we we spoke, I should say I spoke. I was giving you a thought of jam and then I was really going into some thoughts and then I, I kind of got a text message barrage from someone that's very important to me. And that was, it kind of stopped me because I was talking about this episode that I'm about to, um, you know, I'm about to go through today with you. This episode has been written and now we we will produce and, and, and tailor it to you the world so that one day you will find this nugget and it will help you because let me tell you this piece of nugget this knowledge is exactly why you can hear the happiness within me and you've seen me kind of turn the corner it's this episode's where it's going to be at and i'm going to give it to you all the way i've come to deliver this message message to you um i've had it written really for about two weeks i've could have produced the episode at any time i just <laughs> i'm gonna give you i guess i'm gonna leave this start here is this won't be club announcements but it'll be thinking out loud we haven't done a thinking out loud since the positivity wall so think so i'm gonna give you some open honesty and transparency so anytime i come to you know record day like when i'm coming to record it has to be a vibe. It's an energy. Like the goal isn't to be sad. The goal isn't to be extra happy. The goal is to be, to have energy so that I could come and really focus and channel my energy into this art. Um, there's sometimes when I'm doing a lot of the truth be told, a lot of these episodes, I'm just spitting off of my head. So that's why the energy is most important. An episode like today is it is important for me to find the vibe, but I've done it for like almost 80 episodes now. So we continue. And the way the vibe starts is we got to start playing music. So we we find all types of different music that has emotional um, tones to me, things that really make me feel, um, whether it's happiness, whether it's sadness. And we kind of go through this roller coaster and we end on generally a more reflective, happy piece. Um, we The last song ends up, being um that it it has to be this reflective shining piece and um i don't think the song really the the tone of it is really about that but for me it is everything will change it's by gavin DeGraw. um it's very rare that you'll hear me give you music because i'm very very private or very intimate about my music and what it does for me but the song kind of takes you through you know, the battles that we feel as people, but you need those battles to give you perspective because without the perspective, you don't grow. And without growing, 
you don't really appreciate this whole thing. And that is what we're here to talk about today. Because the episode that you're about to get is you're going to get the episode that is called Grace and Gratitude. And that's what we're going to talk about next. But this has been a Thinking Out Loud. Uh, before I finish, um, I leave this. I keep doing that. I get excited every episode, then I end up hitting my mic. Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, we, I want to leave this part here. You know, the world is, it's becoming this, such this big and clouded and, and crazy place. And sometimes it, it feels just like when you look up, who do you, who do you look to? Who do you turn to? And you need to be that person you turn to. <laughs> if my voice can help resonate with you, then, hey, I've done my job. I've done what I was supposed to do and my blessings will come around the corner for me and I will be very grateful for them. But the point is, is that you have to find, you have to find that inner self. And if you need affirmations, then, you know, write them down, tell yourself that you're going to be like, I told y'all when we went through the positivity wall, I had to write those 20 affirmations because I had each part of them was a part of me that I was trying to heal. And if I didn't heal that, I wouldn't be here today getting ready to tell you the secret of how all of this has come together, how I've built a foundation and how people who are miserable and people who are mean and people who just don't want me to win, they don't even exist in my world. <laughs> They're so small that usually I walk, my energy walks right through them. That's where you want to be. So we're going to take you there with grace and gratitude. That's next. All right, we we are here. We are on that doorstep, and I welcome you to an episode I'm excited to really lay down on the, in the booth because it's high fired now. I'm I'm ready to to kind of put out there because for me it's I guess it's the good news that I've known. It's been the laughter and the little chuckles in the background that I've had that people have looked at me and thought I was crazy, and I haven't. That just I've discovered the secret and um it may not be a secret that works for everybody i would you know you can't you can't just mass apply things to people but the truth is i believe that if you center yourself in between grace and gratitude you will find everything that your heart desires needs wants and when you feel the pull you will remain present in the now um, the trick with being in being um, centered in grace and gratitude is you have to be present in the now. You have to account for the now. When you aren't centered, you could lose yourself in the past or you could lose yourself in the future. And you don't want to be in either one. You know, yesterday's gone. Tomorrow isn't here. You know, right now is what's important because you know, I've talked about it a lot about, you know, not knowing how much time you have left, this and that. But for me, it's not really about the death aspect of it. It's really, it. it's kind of the gratitude, the appreciation part of it. It's really being in a moment to see that someone is doing something special for you and you're appreciating that and you're thanking them. Or you've done something incredible yourself and giving yourself the credit, which is the grace to be to be thankful for the process. I talked about it, I think before in the last episode about, um, you know, this is about the journey 
and not about the destination. And that's important. It's very important to understand what, um, what you're doing and where you're going. And sometimes, um, that's, sometimes that's half the battle. And so as we step into, to grace and gratitude, I mean, I kind of gave you that, that thought process, but really, um, it really takes what I talked about in the positivity walls about the palace, the prison mentality. And if this is the first episode, or if you didn't go through all of that, let's just re let's just rehash you. So for me, part of the struggle within my inner mind or that inner voice that used to really speak negative to me, Oh, you can't do this. You can't be that. Um, I had to learn how to redirect that voice and make it truly my voice. You know, it's, it's in my body, it's in my consciousness. Well, why isn't that voice speaking for me? Why is it speaking against me? Well, it's because you're allowing it to, you know, <laughs> you're, you're allowing this to be this person that is controlling your movements out of fear or, or just what comes next instead of really diving into this. And so where the palace and prison thing works off my mind, I used to say was like an eight by eight block. It was this prison of where the door closes. You have certain times in certain times out and you're only left in this cluttered space. And it's a space that you have learned to adjust to living in. You've adjusted to living in it. You're okay living in it because you're in a survival mentality. But ultimately, you don't want that. You want a thriving mentality. You always were looking out the window like, I want a garden that's beautiful with roses and all types of flowers, lilies, carnation, whatever flower you like. It's your imagination. But um, I want beautiful flowers that I can smell, flowers that are around beautiful, bright, vibrant colors that make me, when I walk out and see them, they make me smile. It brings a smile on my face. I feel like I'm home. And that is the palace because it's endless rooms it's endless walks you control this space because it is your space it is for you and so we we talked about palace versus prison when when we started the positivity's walls you heard me always saying prison i want i want to go from a prison to a palace and then i decided to take on saying that i am gonna be in this palace and i no longer choose the prison so i'm going forward and then you saw me switch even as i wrote it down it's palace to prison but more work. The work I did to get here, um, you know, we talked about the positivity world walls and then we talked about, um, what was it? Let's see, 2020, was it 21? Um, well, 2021, I've, I finally figured out the mastery of happiness. 2022, which, you know, last year I figured out peace. Both of these things I've always searched for. I grew up in, you know, somewhat of a chaotic family, a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming. You didn't, I didn't feel like I fit. I always felt a little off. And um, I was always told happiness came from a good woman. So I always search externally for my happiness and peace. And I learned over the last three years that happiness and peace reside within me. And so that was part of it. But then as I was, as I discovered my piece, the challenge going into 22 that I was trying to figure out was how do I get to this place where I am truly thankful and just so happy just in myself? 
I need no external things. I don't want, you know, I could want a new car. I could want things, but if I don't get them, it doesn't change the process of how I live or what I want. And that comes in grace and gratitude. And so I want you to, in this moment, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to listen to what I say until I tell you to open them. Um, if you're following along, when we think of grace and gratitude, neither one of them are more important than the other. They are shared in their responsibility and their experience and their likeness. But when we think about it, grace is on one end and gratitude is is, is on the other. And it's kind of like a, a bit of a tightrope. Honestly, that's the way I describe it. If you don't navigate that rope properly, you're going to fall off of it. One lean to the left, one lean to the right. You can either fall forward or you can fall backwards. You need both and you need that acuity to be able to push yourself forward. If you, if you don't have the ability to understand both, then you lose. You will fall. So the middle ground, that center, being centered is the most important thing in grace and gratitude. To be truly centered in grace and gratitude, you have to be free. You have to open yourself up. You have to be able to be A, and number one, which is most important, accountable. <laughs> you have to be accountable to yourself. But you also have to be transparent. You have to be rooted in truth. You have to be genuine, and you have to have a, a, a true authenticity of self. That all sounds beautiful on paper. But a lot of people aren't willing to go dig deep because we are surrounded by what? You're surrounded by your shame. You're surrounded by your guilt. You're surrounded by your failures or your losses. Well, let me help you clear some of that up. Let's start with the losses. Losses are lessons meant to teach you. You can't take a loss if you take the lesson from it. That's not a loss. It's a setback. Failures. Failure only accounts for itself when you don't get back off the mat. You can get your ass knocked down 20 million times, but are you getting back up? The moment you decide to lay there and, and give in, that is when you have failed. So if things don't work out, if you open 20 businesses and all 20 of them fail, you're not a failure until you give in. As long as you draw breath, you have to continue. You have to keep pushing and you have to keep going. Now, the two most important ones that claim us all, these are the things that keep us rooted and um, sitting in place. They keep us from moving into our, our proper alignment, into the, the beauty of who we are, is guilt and shame. I'm not going to break them down separately. I'm going to break them down together because the truth is they're cousins and they're very dangerous. It's kind of like depression and anxiety, how they are sisters. Um, shame and guilt are cousins. And they're cousins that really like to hang out together because usually if you have shame, then you have guilt. If you have guilt, you have shame and they kind of play off each other. Okay. If things go bad in your life, if you hurt someone, if you do something wrong, if you feel like you've stepped out of line, own it, try to fix it, try to go to that person, try to have a conversation. Um, but Sometimes people aren't going to take and people aren't going to forgive you. You have to look within yourself and know I did something wrong. I tried to fix it. And going forward, this is not who I'm going to be. And you have to forgive yourself. You got to let it go. Shame and guilt don't look good on anybody. Shame and guilt don't do anything for anyone but clog arteries. It will kill you if you allow it. And you can't let it kill you because let me tell you something. 
in the end, it doesn't matter. It, it just it just doesn't matter. It's not going to give you anything that's going to help you. So don't be foolish enough to think that if you did something wrong by somebody or something bad happened or say, for instance, let, let's take it the other way. Let's take it to rejection. Say, for instance, you like somebody and you want to date them, but you don't think that you stack up. So now you start to have shame because you're like, I'm not good enough. I'm not because you're beating on yourself. Then you're going to get to a part where you feel guilty because what if, what if, what if? And we talked about this a lot. There are no what ifs. We don't live by what ifs. If you see something, then go for it. You know, you need to attack because sitting back, (laughs) baby, let me tell you something about sitting back. I can tell you about three years ago when the person I'm talking to right now, I saw them last and I wanted to say something to her and I didn't because I was like, oh, no, you know, she would never go for me. Prison mentality. You're rejecting yourself. You're shaming yourself. We don't leave any what ifs on the table because we have to move forward. Now, this is this is where grace and gratitude help you. You have to remember to show yourself grace. Because you are human, you are fallible, you will make mistakes. But you know that your intentions are with well intent. You have well intent. You're not malice. There's no no malice intent within you. It's all well and good. So when you fall, you must say, I gave it a good try. I learned this. Let me adjust. That's the grace. The gratitude is saying, thank you, Lord, for the ability to fall. Because by falling, I now know what to do and what not to do. Any part of your life that you face trouble, it's a balanced act. It is, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the lesson to fall. And I appreciate myself because now I'm up. Or you flip it, grace, gratitude. It's grace, gratitude. It's a pendulum swing. And you want to stay rooted in the center. And And here's... The reason why I keep talking about the middle, so I'll kind of give you some of these notes. I've said it before, said it again. The middle is the ground. You want to stay centered. In the center, you will find yourself uncomfortable. (laughs) And I waited to not say that word because I wanted to drive you into this space. You want to be uncomfortable. You're going to be like, Jam, no, I don't like what I'm uncomfortable, baby. You want to be uncomfortable. And can I tell you why? So in 22, I knew I set out on a journey to find my full light. I don't have it. I don't have my full light yet, even now. Um, And the way I've equated it, I said this before, was I'm in a cabin that has a heater. It's a small cabin. Um, It's nice. It's cozy. But outside, I can hear music. I can see lights, and they look so beautiful. It, It feels even... Being all these miles away, it feels inviting. It feels like that's where I want to be. Well, how am I going to get there if I stay where I'm at? If I if I enjoy my comforts and I never take a risk, I'll never get to see what this party's about. So I decide in the middle of the night to, to take that walk. It's dark. The trek is arduous. As I go to leave the cabin and go straight into the forest, the light that I saw, now I can't see it. It's bright. 
Now I hear the music, but it's it's less. The lights dim. So instantly, what does it do to you? It it stops you with fear. You're like, mm, no, maybe I didn't do this right. And for years, I didn't understand that I was doing this illustration in my head. When it rather it came to relationships with friends, women, um, closure, people pleasing, all these dumbass things. Um, if if something didn't go right in my life, it was a cause of me, not a cause of nature. It wasn't nature trying to course correct or help me. It wasn't the universe saying, Jemiah, you don't need to be here because where your light's supposed to go, it's supposed to go to the future. See, when things, when we like jobs, like if I have this job, I love this job, I don't want to lose it. Well, if I lose it, oh no, it's because I did this. No, dummy, it's nature. Nature will push you to beautiful things. You have to work for it. Sometimes it's hard fucking work, but you got to do it. And so I start in, in, in the forest and I'm stuck. My ambiguity, the unknown, is causing me not to move at all. And the most beautiful thing that a therapist once told me was, if you are going through a struggle, all you need to be able to do to get through it is be able to see your hands and feet. If you can see them, your hands pick things up, your feet can move. You can move. As long as you can move, you'll be fine. And so in the same kind of, you know, if we go back into the story I'm telling you, I can look down and see my feet. And it's all about taking one step at a time. And now you're, you're, you're taking steps and you're moving. And so now the music starts to get a bit louder and the light starts to shine a bit brighter. Why? Because you're moving toward the target. Here's, here's the thing. So I'm about to throw you for another loop. It's like I told you in the last one. It's not about the destination. It's not about getting to the light. <laughs> because once I get to the light, I'm dead. <laughs> That's the end of the story, ladies and gentlemen. If you wanted any more insights, thanks. Like and subscribe for more uh, life tips. <laughs> it's about the journey. It's about doing the dash, as we talked about. You know, your birth date and your death date, you can't control. But in between that, you can. And what you do in this life and how you make of this life is what's important. You need to be uncomfortable. And I'm telling you, as someone right now who is going through a process and doing a lot of things that are making him uncomfortable, it's making me really uncomfortable. I cannot tell you how beautiful it is that every time I do something that makes me uncomfortable, it makes me smile because I know I did it. And then, like, here's the most important thing. I'm a results guy. So when I do, when I put something out into the world, I instantly look for the results. When I first made this podcast, I looked to see if in the small little tube that I am, who was looking at it. So then when I got the numbers and I saw that I was getting penetration in different countries, it made me excited. It was like, wow, this is cool. And then when I realized that I couldn't keep the penetration up because maybe I didn't bring enough episodes. Maybe my episodes were too dark. Maybe they were too, I don't know. Like maybe people don't want to hear my voice. It's just me rambling. I don't have another, you know, person with me. Um, all that stuff started to play into my mindset, which kept me pushing myself back into comfort. Uh, maybe I shouldn't record as much. Maybe this is my art form. But I promise you, if you do listen to this, if you listen to any of my my uh, works, I have been here before. I don't know in what way or shape or form but I am really blessed with knowledge and wisdom.
And I don't say that to like, you know, oh, look at me. I'm able to observe. I'm able to extract and absorb information and then process it really neatly. And I don't have to go through your experience to learn from it. <laughs> I can just listen to you and go, mm, not supposed to do that. So when I'm telling you that you want to be uncomfortable, that you want to challenge yourself to do things that you're afraid to do or you haven't done, you need to listen to me because I have no scientific backing. <laughs> no, um, I'll give you a nugget. Um, so the young lady that I'm talking to, um, I am not the type, I'm a laid back kind of guy. I've never, I've never seen myself as this overly masculine man. I've never seen a person, I've never seen myself as that. I can be very direct in my conversation. Some people don't like that. Um, a lot of times I've always been told I'm arrogant, but I've never looked at myself like that. I'm just a direct type of guy, but I'm laid back as well. So if you're, if you need to hold the wheel, I'll let you hold the wheel. I never thought about myself, like just driving and holding the wheel myself. And in this relationship I'm in, it's like, I'm holding the wheel. It's like, this is what we're, this is what it's going to be. This is what it is. And I'm, I'm a lot more direct and, this woman enjoys that. She enjoys the ability to not have to always make the decisions. She knows that someone else will lead because in her life, she leads a lot. Well, there you go. I'm doing something that I've never done in my life. I've never been in a relationship where I led. It was, it was a co-chair type of thing. And a lot of times, because I wanted the woman to be comfortable, I tend to cede, I, I would cede to her and I would let her lead more than me. Instead of actually using the context clues that she gave me to learn and know what it is and then lead. So when I tell you I'm being uncomfortable, I am because everything I'm doing comes from a place that I've never done it before. I've had to initiate. I've had to go for it. <laughs> and it's scary. But every time I feel afraid, I remember that it's just the call for me to be brave. That simple. It's that simple. And I'll keep doing it. You know? And I'll keep doing it because there are positive results. And even if there aren't positive results, I have the grace to say, I celebrate you for giving it a try. And I have the gratitude to say, thank you, Lord, for giving me the ability to try. Because I stay centered in those two things. No negative result is a loss at all. No negative result can get me down at all because it's all a win. So let's look at it. If you're always celebrating yourself, you could lose on your boundaries you could lose on the on observation you may not be reflective enough to really see yourself so if you're always big up in yourself yeah i love confidence but overconfidence can be dangerous not to say that too much grace is but you have to you have to keep it in check that's why the centering is gratitude if you have if you're always showing gratitude you may be a people pleaser. You, I, I used to be like that. I used to give all these praise to others. One of the most defining moments that helped me to understand grace and gratitude was the gratitude side. 
I would always say these very beautiful, kind words to my friends. And then I would have a friend that tell me something about myself. And I'm like, are you sure you got the right guy? And they're like, Jemiah, stop playing with me. Like, that's so disrespectful. Like, you are the reason why I'm here. You are the reason why I feel this way. You have changed my life. And you need to give yourself credit for that. And I remember I had a few friends get mad. And I was like, man, I, I wasn't trying to be rude. I just, I don't see myself that way. How, and, the, and I remember one of my friends said, how the fuck can't you see yourself that way? And it was the same question my therapist asked me when I first met her um, about, tell me 10 things that make you happy about yourself. <laughs> if you've never been to therapy, people, <laughs> that's a day. Oh, oh, and this was the caveat. And because she was like, you can't use anything about your son. It has to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you 10, by the way. But before I do that, let me rein in about being uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable will challenge your limits, keeping you present in the moment. We talked about that. By you being uncomfortable, you can't shift into the future tense or the past tense. You can't go back to what you were and you can't leap to a, a beautiful future where you could be. You have to just be. And that is the greatest thing about being centered in grace and gratitude. I can't shift into what I could be. I can't shift into what I was. I just have to be. Now, a long time ago, we talked about this. And I, I, don't, I, I don't know what episode. It probably was in my first year. We're on, what, the fifth season now um, of this. Thank, you know, and I'll take a moment to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of being able to do that. Thank you for modern technology. And you know what? Great job, Jemiah, because we keep coming back. And like I said before, I will get to 100 episodes because that's important. And we got a lot more stuff to uh, do. That's just a simple uh, little plug for future stuff. But in an episode, I'm, I'm going to find it. A long time ago, I talked about this experience and just really feeling sad that I couldn't talk about 10 things. You know, like, oh, my God, like, I couldn't, I, I can't talk about 10 things. What, what is wrong with me? <laughs> what, what will I ever do? <laughs> how, how will I live? What is my problem? And, you know, I just really was struggling with who I was, struggling with what I wanted to be. And I never really... I never really thought about it in this sense. Now, physical application. I love to write. I love to, to, to do landscape photography. I don't want to do portraits. I hate that. <laughs> I cannot stand people freaking moving. Stay the, stay the F still. So we've got photography. We've got writing. Um, I, love, I love sports. I watch it all. Um, I love to... Uh, enjoy a great sunrise, a sunset. I'm going to finish this episode and I'm going to a sunset. I'm going to shoot a sunset tonight. That's going to be fun. Um, and I love to travel. So I'm being a little greedy. That's five physical applications. I'll give you five internal. I love my ability to connect to people of all ages, races, places, it's just my ability to to be warm and connected to people. Um, my ability to for deduction, 
So I observe and I deduct very well, <laughs> really quickly in the moment. Um, the ability to to smile, to laugh, humor is is another thing that I love about myself. The, the compassion to be able to be there for people, whether they're a friend or they're they're not, but just to have the the last one, which is empathy, to resonate and understand that we're having a human experience, all of us, and because we're having a human experience. You are my kin. You are my brother and sister in this universe. It doesn't matter if you're not the same color of my family. We all bleed red. And I don't want anyone, as I've said a long time ago, the pain that I've experienced in this life, I don't want anyone to ever feel what I felt. So when I see people, I want to help people. Now, if I only could monetize that, ooh, that would be beautiful. But yeah, we're going to flip to the B side. Yeah, a little bit more. Then we'll bring your call to close. Why? All that beautiful stuff. Yeah. All right. B side and, and hopefully the final side. I wanted to try to keep this with an hour. So that's the goal. If we if we go over, we go over. I don't really care. But um, those 10 things were, were very important to me. Seven years ago, six years ago, five years ago, four years ago. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, I could not tell those to you. And um, I am proud that I can do that today. That means so much to me. I am not going to cry on this episode, and I told myself I'm not. I'm not doing it. I've cried the last few episodes. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I cannot express to you how important it is to me because I'm so happy. And I'm such at peace because I I was really hitting my head against the wall, feeling like I couldn't put it together. Like, I'm a pretty intelligent guy. Why can't I figure it out? And it was because I lived in a world that I believed needed me to grasp something outside of myself to be happy. And when I did the work internally, <laughs> baby, now I know the secret. And if I'm willing to have those hard conversations with myself, then anyone who comes around me has to be able to accept my light. And I spent a long time in this life being told my light was too bright. And now I don't really care how bright it is. If it burns you, you should not stand at my side. You've got work to do. My light's not too intense. You're not vibrating on my frequency. And that's a lot. <laughs> but you got to guard your energy. And I'm giving you some free game outside of grace and gratitude. Guard your energy, people. It's very important. And so back to being uncomfortable, being present in the now. You have to be. It's non-negotiable. If you're not willing to be present where you stand, you are only, you're only allowing your present self to lose. Because this moment is here. And it won't be here for long. But we're to the next moment. That simple. <laughs> So if you're worried about what tomorrow looks like, you could be missing moments with your spouse, with your kids, with your family. And I need you to remember this. The past and the future aren't yours to control. By accepting this, you will now find your new home. And that is in the present. <laughs> Don't shift into the past. You can use the past to analyze and to make decisions about real time, but you can't. You can't let bad things happen to you and go, okay, in the past, I was risk, like I'm a risk averse person. I was risk averse. I didn't take a risk. So 
because I didn't take those risks, I was safe. Like, no, it's nature not really finding you. If you're hiding, <laughs> how can nature really take, you know, move you around? Nature's job is to, to sort, to resort, and to sort again. That's what nature does. Okay, it, it, it grows, it builds, it levels, and it does it all over again. And I think at times we believe as human beings, we have more power in our life than we do. Once you seed control and you realize, I don't have control over any of this. The only control I have is over my emotions and actions. Your life gets so much better. I promise. Because once I realized like the world wanted me to be this person, but I can only be who I was. Oh, my life got better. And so the reason why I'm harping on, on being uncomfortable is because being uncomfortable, it pushed me past my limits. It's allowing me to capture what I want. I don't fear the what ifs. And I talked about that. I don't, I don't, I don't allow them. I don't see them. If, if, if comes into my mind, then we're immediately going to tackle it. Okay. And, and I'll give you an example A what if was this person I'm currently dating, like, what if she likes me? What if she doesn't? What if, no, your boy just said, I'm not doing that. I'm going to slide in a DM. <laughs> and I did. And here we are having a very fun time in this life. <laughs> and you know what? Let's be practical. What if that situation didn't work the way I wanted it to? And, and you would have said that. I, I've given you the story before about the DM I slid in and, and the woman laid me down nicely. <laughs> that situation coupled with the walk that I've taken helped me to realize, like, I don't have control if a person likes me. I can't control if they do or if they don't. All I can do is put my energy out into the universe. And if it's reciprocated, great. If it's not, keep moving. I'm not going to sit here and be whining and crying about something that I can't control. You know, you should be seeking transparency, authenticity, honesty. You should be able to walk and really answer the questions that are within inside yourself that you're holding. The easiest way I could tell you is because of growing up and being very blunt and being very honest, I had a very bad rap and people made me feel like I was a bad guy because I was always honest. So I started to compress that part of myself, lock it in a cage. A lot of you have done the same thing. A lot of you go out into the world and you cook or cutty shit. Cook or cut or cookie. Ugh. Sorry. And I was flaming too. Uh, <laughs> a lot of you go out into the world and you cookie cutter shit. You people please. You give to people and you, you know, it's like when a woman asks, is this dress, do I look fat in this dress? Yes, you do. It's not appropriate. You, I would not wear that dress if I was you. It's not going to look good on you. That You don't want to take me with you if you're going dress shopping. Because I'm going to give it to you raw and real. I'm not going to give it to you in a way to be disrespectful to you. But I'm going to make sure that when you leave, you're going to look beautiful in the dress that you put on. No matter if you got a little belly or if you don't got belly. Belly ain't stop nobody from um, having a good time. I'll leave it. <laughs> Even though I'll be cussing here, I'll leave it like that. I, this ain't that kind of podcast. But I think we we put so much stock into the outcomes of how people see us instead of realizing that you have to be the trailblazer, that the ground you walk on has to be 
on fire because you're lighting it. Instead of sitting there worrying like, oh, no, man, you know, I can do it. You can do it. I did it. I'm a nerd. I'm this sheltered kid who spent his time being risk-averse, never really grasping for the ring, and now I'm going for the ring. Why? Because I want a partner. I want somebody to spend time with. I want somebody to share my secrets. I want inside jokes with that person. I want all of it. I want the good, the bad, the indifferent. Okay? I want it all. And that's not the that's not the reason I didn't go on this discovery for grace and gratitude for a relationship. I went on it to be in a state where I don't need a relationship to define me, don't need a relationship to be happy. If I got a call today and she said she didn't want to talk to me anymore, then yeah, it would hurt, but it's not going to stop me from finding my happiness because recording this episode right now at home by myself when it's quiet, I'm pretty happy. And I'm really geeked up because I'm going to give you, I'm giving you something that could help you. And I hope it helps you. I hope it helps you as it's helped me. But it's reminding yourself constantly to stay centered, to give yourself enough grace, to give yourself enough gratitude, and then do the same in the world. Treat others the way you want to be treated. This grace and gratitude um, measure that I'm giving you is all formulated off of the golden rule. If I want people to treat me nice, I got to treat myself nice. If I'm going to treat myself nice, I got to treat other people nice. Grace and gratitude. There you go. So the question becomes, why? Why why did I spend seven years trying to find this? Why did I really hammer it? How did you know why did I find it in the last three years? Why? 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 When I got divorced, it was tough because I felt like my life was over. I lost my identity. I placed it within that marriage. And I'm glad I did because that person, though I love him, he wasn't necessarily what I needed to survive. And he was a version of me that was weaker, not because he wanted to be, but because he didn't have the knowledge he has now. Like, I I see the world for what it is. I don't romanticize for what it's not. And, you know, so I get the real deal. I'm not trying to people please because I'm trying to keep someone. I understand that I am someone. <laughs> and you should be trying to people please me. <laughs> Now, it's going to sound at times that I'm cocky or I'm arrogant. You can take from it whatever you want. I don't really give a fuck. And I'm saying this with brashness so you understand that when you center yourself in grace and gratitude, the opinions of sheep do not matter to the lion. They don't. I only see lions. I see the sheep. I don't hear sheep. I see sheep. There's a difference. I am not here to listen to the opinions of people who have not done the work that I have. If you're not willing to do the work, you should close your mouth, go sit near the water, and do some reflection because it will do you good. <laughs> you got to enjoy these moments, man. <laughs> but why Why always comes back to my son? I, I had to get better. I had to strive to be more. And why? Because I'm trying to teach him to be something he's not. And if I can't teach him to do that, then what am I doing? How am I going to be the dad that he needs? Just, you know. 
That's those are the real questions. And that's why I do what I do. You know. I want him to know that he has a place and know that he can be who he wants to be. And I'll always support him. That's my guy, you know. Why? I did it for Jemiah and I just do it for Ryan as well. I did it because I was in so much turmoil. I was not happy as a person. I was sad. I had went past the point of being suicidal. I had found a reason to live. And it wasn't just Ryan. I mean, like I said, I'm too cute to be taking my life. You know, I'm, you might not think I'm cute, but baby, look, if you can see me, look at that picture again. That man, he, he fine. You know, and he can talk. And he can read. And he can write. And he can do other things, but we won't say on this mic. <laughs> The point is, is that you just got to love yourself. And I spent a lot of time not really loving me. And I'm so thankful that I'm balanced and I'm centered and I'm in a place where I am. If you take anything from what I've said today, then let me give you summation. To find your happiness and peace, you need to align yourself in the center of grace and gratitude. You have to celebrate your small victories but you also have to celebrate the world as well. You have to be thankful, but you also have to appreciate yourself. It's a balancing act. You appreciate others, but you appreciate yourself. You can't appreciate someone more than you because then you push yourself into envious territory. Or you push yourself into the territory that I was in where it's you're denying yourself of the, of the grace and the glory and the beauty of what you are, okay? To get to that center of grace and gratitude, you have to be uncomfortable. If you choose not to be uncomfortable, you will not see this thing through. You will constantly be bouncing off the walls, ping-ponging, trying to figure out how can I get here. And it's real simple. You, you get to the place of happiness and peace by aligning yourself centrally by being uncomfortable. When you are afraid, find a routine that helps you get through it. Before I used to put my hand in my pocket because it was my body saying to myself, here you go, push through. Now I usually smile <laughs> because my brain's registering it now. Whereas before I couldn't, I couldn't register a lot of these things that were happening that were making me uncomfortable until after the fact. Like, oh, I acted like that because I was uncomfortable. And, and one, one of the main examples I want to give you that used to be my struggle too is when you go to a new place and you're meeting someone for the first time or something like that, or you're meeting with someone and you are a bit anxious or uncomfortable, what do you do? You pull your phone out. And sometimes you just pull it out just to pull it I was the worst creature about that. I just pulled my phone out just to do it. I don't do that anymore. I put my phone up. I'm intentional. When I'm around, I'm talking to all types of people. Hi, how are you doing? What do you like about this place? What do you do? Because I am connecting with the world around me. And some of us need to do that more. You want a challenge? Because I haven't challenged you in a while. Let me give you this challenge. Go out to a restaurant or go out to like some just, just chill vibe, like a coffee shop or something. And, and go up and talk to two people and find out two things about both of those people. And then you tell them two things about yourself. 
you could either make two friends today or you could help yourself deal with your anxiety. <laughs> it's all how you look at it. It's up to you to choose to be uncomfortable. And it's up to you to understand that our life's walk is the journey. And I'm going to say it again because I know people don't want to hear it. Death is the destination. You got to do the dash. You got to be working on yourself to make yourself better. And I promise you, if you do it through grace and gratitude, it will be so much easier for you. Thank you for listening. I've closed the book. That is all my my production quality of that episode. To that little boy, to that little girl in the back of the room, you don't feel like you're important. You feel like life's kicking your ass, right? You feel like nobody sees you. Nobody understands you. They do. If you listen to me, like I told you before, you come to JDR Creatives, you come to my Instagram, you can send messages. I'll always support you. I can find a poem for you. I'll write one for you. Um, We need you here because you're beautiful, because there's only one of you that can do what you do. They can't be reproduced. It's just you. And I want people to see the beauty within themselves and realize that we need that light more than anything because your light can help make my light brighter. I've had plenty of conversations with people. I'm like, man, I didn't expect to really gain anything out of it. But I did. So as I leave you today with this episode, with the thought of grace and gratitude, I just want to take it back to Positivity War 1 and just remind you that you're amazing, that you're beautiful, and that you're loved. And you don't have to carry everything by yourself. If you are, I commend you. I see you. I salute you. But hey, there are people who love you who will help you pick it up. And if you ever need to talk, hey, I'm here. But if no one ever comes to me to talk, I leave this signature specifically for you, Ryan James, at the end. You have helped me in many ways, more ways than you'll ever know. You have been the why to a lot of the reasons why I record, why I do what I do. You are an amazing kid. You will pass me. You've already passed me. You're 10 years old and your intellect and how you see things, you've already surpassed me. And I can't be more prouder to be your dad because of it. I love you, buddy. I would like to take the time to thank you for joining this jam talk for today. That's it. That's the end. There's no, nothing else to say. Go back to your, your regularly scheduled program. Chew knows it.